Hey friends, welcome back. We are on part two of this super necessary series because I want to calm down your kid's skin. I remember the feeling when all I wanted was for my toddler to stop itching and my baby to stop scratching until her face was bleeding. I had to, ugh, I had to cover them head to toe to prevent infection. I just didn't have time for an elimination diet. I couldn't take out one small thing at a time and note if it made a difference. That was just, it was impossible to tell. They looked, they looked horrible. If they looked a little less scabby, I thought back to everything that they ate within the last four days, it was just impossible to keep up with. If I had a list of just things that I knew to be specifically eczema triggers, not just the big common allergens like eggs and nuts. Like I needed an eczema specific way to eat. So I developed it. I had to take out inflammatory foods, foods that have yeast or are made with yeast as in the case with ferments. If you missed last week's episode, definitely circle back to get the full list and you're just not gonna find this stuff around. I spent so much time researching until I finally unlocked the key to eating to solve eczema. And I won't leave you hanging with these list of foods. I've got food swaps for every single ingredient that I mentioned because I just don't want coals in your kid's diet, which is another huge worry for parents and doctors, our little ones need enough calories to heal. So when you take out these things, you need to be replacing them with real whole food. That's the real key. But we're starting with step one here. This is the weeding portion of the program. I say these things with a word of caution and don't be afraid to feed your, your kids. I know you're in a place right now where you might be. I was, it's like, what is triggering this? I don't know. So again, I needed a succinct just list to avoid. I needed a different, coherent, straightforward way to eat so that I could give my kids the calories that they need. I know that no one is deficient in processed foods, for example. Like they're gonna be fine when you take this, this stuff out. Nobody is deficient in vinegar. This right now, that's just not the thing to best support and nourish their bodies. So again, there won't be holes in your kid's diet when you support them with real, whole, non-triggering food. So let's do that. Get out your notepad and pen and let's get into it. Hey mama, welcome to the Eczema Kids Podcast. Do you want your baby to actually have baby soft skin? Are you literally up all night caring for your itchy, miserable kid? Are you hoping to give your child a life free of disruptive skin symptoms without pharmaceuticals? Hi, I'm Andra. I was also a mom of a toddler and a baby struggling with severe eczema. I too felt helpless because I couldn't figure out how to get rid of my children's eczema and wished I could take the misery out of their bodies. Every day I questioned, is what I'm doing actually making a difference? I wondered, would I ever be able to go to the pool with my kids, take family photos, or eat outside the home without an eczema flare? Through diet and natural time-honored solutions, combined with endless hours of research and experimenting, I eliminated eczema from our lives. When you tune into this podcast, you will find itchy kid remedies, diet and nutrition advice, and healthy kid hacks to help lessen your workload and lighten your family home. Grab your egg-free snack, and let's get on with healing our kids. I know you're doing everything you can right now. I know you've been to the allergist and you've been to the dermatologist and you haven't eaten gluten for a year. 
and you're doing the best you can, but you're still seeing eczema in those sweet little baby faces. I, I know, I know what it feels like, and I know that you need serious change right now. And I can help you with that. I can get you your transformation because that's what needs to happen. That's what we have to do, guys, to overcome this condition. It's an autoimmune condition, unfortunately. It's serious stuff. We have to, have to support our little kids because their condition is saying what we're doing right now isn't working. And that's why I didn't feel comfortable implementing the advice that I found at our pediatrician and, and dermatologist and allergist. Their advice was not necessarily conducive to true healing, but I didn't know where else to turn. I needed my kids to completely heal. I needed them to sleep through the night. I needed sleep in the most desperate way you could possibly need sleep. And you just needed to nourish their little bodies and get them back to a balanced state that they're supposed to be in, that bodies are made to be in. They're made to be well. If this is where you're at, even if you just have a little patch behind the knees, that's telling us as parents, something is not right. And if you don't address it now, it will continue the dysbiosis, the imbalance that's happening in their little bodies. It's not going to resolve itself. And it'll either transform into another disease or continue to plague your sweet little ones for a very long time. Let's heal our kids. Let's get them comfortable. Let's take the misery out of their little bodies. A course is coming soon, guys. I'm so excited. But in the meantime, eczemakids.com slash work with me. You can get your eczema free framework there and book an implementation call with me because I want to help you right away. It's on my heart. That's why I'm doing this. Eczemakids.com slash work with me. I'll see you there. All right. So not knowing what's triggering your kids' skin issues is just a horrible place to be. The foods I mention aren't the reason for your kid's eczema problem. But if you are experiencing eczema in your life via your sweet little ones or just you, their intestinal skin is permeated and it's causing a dysbiosis, which means really just the bad bugs are overrunning the good guys in in their, in their little tummies. And the foods I'm noting in this series need to be omitted while you're addressing this issue because for this particular condition, they either add to the pre-existing dysbiosis and definitely add to the full body imbalance that's currently happening. So just keep that in mind as we go through our list. Okay, so in our anti-inflammatory, yeast-free, easily digestible eczema healing diet, there is no room for, the first one is processed foods because pres preservatives, additives, and other ingredients that are just not food and your kids' digestive systems don't recognize it as food and the eczema will continue. The way to swap this out is by processing your own food. You gotta soak your stuff, you gotta cook your beans, you have, you know, and once you get into this practice, so easy, it literally takes 30 seconds to do each of these things. But you gotta know how to do it, I'll show you how. Number two is tomatoes darn because they're in everything but they're nightshades they're just too acidic for our little eczema friends right now and they're really rich in salicylates amines and natural msg which are all just natural food chemicals they're around which is fine but it's a problem if you suffer from skin rashes 
I've got a super killer no tomato sauce recipe that I have in the framework, and I can share it on our Facebook group as well. It's so good, so I'll do that. Gluten is another one. It's just too hard to digest when our kids' digestive systems are in this permeated state. So we use quinoa flour, brown rice flour, and coconut flour instead. Take some trial and error. You gotta learn how to cook with these things because they all have different properties and they make things turn out differently. But I've got the meal plans in the framework. Those are tried and true recipes that really do work and don't aggravate eczema. Next is dairy. Same thing goes for dairy. It's too acidic and it's too demanding for our kids' systems and it's inflammatory and it's congesting. I don't do a lot of dairy substitutes because, you know, nut cheese or whatever, that doesn't work. And a lot of other plant-based dairy substitutes have yeast and a lot of random ingredients. You know, they're ultra processed foods. So I avoid those as well. I make my own yogurt and you can make your own coconut milk or buy unsweetened coconut milk from the store. If coconut doesn't work, you can make a lot milks out of everything. It's kind of cool. And if that's what you need to do, you can get into a rhythm for that. There's lots of tools. I mentioned them in our in our prep week. Make this so it is not a bear to do. Next is excessive sugar. I mean, if your kid is toddler or above sugar, I haven't been able to omit it from our diets because, because we are where we are. And it's delicious. I like it. So I'm not saying all sugar. That's crazy. But you do need to decrease the amount of sugars that are in your kid's diet. And when you make your own treats or desserts and meals, like it's it's easy to decrease the amount that goes into their sweet little bodies. Nuts, unfortunately, is a big one. All of them. They just don't work right now. But when you do heal, nuts are amazing. They're a great, great snack when you properly prepare them. But until then, it's just not going to calm down their inflammatory response. Corn is another one. It's just too drying and eczema is a dry condition. So we make taco bowls that work out really well or there's brown rice tortillas out there. They're so good. So unfortunately popcorn is out for the time being for the same reason. There are some crackers with like moisturizing seeds like Mary's Gone Crackers, the super seed version. Those are worth a try. Soy is another one. And again, I think there's a place for it in a healthy diet of a healthy person. But for now, it contains estrogen-like compounds called isoflavins. So, you know, darn, it's not the best for eczema. But coconut aminos are in and they're really good. And they have the same taste as soy sauce, if that's what you're going for. But edamame, tofu, those are just going to have to be omitted for the time being. Spicy foods is another one. And spicy spices, eczema is just, it's dry and hot, right? In the body and spicy foods also have the same effect on the body. And kids don't love these anyway, so this is not a hard one, but look out for spice mixes like curry powder that has cayenne in it. I just made this for my kids on accident. I made this really good rice and cauliflower curry and I have a curry mix and it's yellow, it's mostly turmeric. But dang, I didn't see that it had cayenne in it. And everyone was like, oh, it's so spicy. My baby just flat out cried. I felt horrible. So anyway, if your kids are able to handle it, 
take those out for the time being, anything spicy. And spicy spices, even though they have antioxidants in it, it's just not gonna not gonna work out for our little eczema friends. And black pepper, since we're talking about spices, that doesn't work. And this is a big one. Don't overlook it. And it's also just a huge reason that you have to prepare your own food because pepper is in everything, everywhere. So we use pink peppercorn. It has a lot less histamine in it. And you can get it on Amazon and I can't find it ground, but you can just use a mortar and pestle or just omit pepper. And I know that's like so weird, but it'll make a big, big difference if you can do it for a long period of time. So omit it while you're while you're actively trying to heal this. And then chocolate. I know, darn it. It's got histamine and then a few other natural food chemicals that just don't work for our itchy friends right now. But carob is a really good eczema safe substitute and it takes it tastes chocolatey-ish, I think. I also pass off Chiawan Prash. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. I've been using it for a lot of years. It's an Ayurvedic superfood jam. And I pass that off as chocolate to my toddler because it's the same color as chocolate and she really likes it. It's got honey in it, so it's sweet. So that's that's worth trying as well. Friends, I hope this helps you. I hope this helps take out some of the confusion surrounding feeding your kids. You can do this. You can calm down their little systems and and move forward. You can move past this condition. You've got this. You are doing excellent. Take care. Hey friend, if today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.